Welcome to Powwow Live Podcast from powwows.com, connecting you with native culture since 1996. Here's your host, Paul Gowder. Hello and welcome back to the Powwow Live Podcast. I'm Paul Gowder, your host and founder of powwows.com. Powwows.com is your place to come learn, explore, experience and connect with all things native culture. And this is our weekly podcast where we highlight Native American stories and news and information all around Indian country. So thanks for being a part of our show. Today, I talk with Taylor Chi Begay, a young man who has turned his passion for wanting to be a powwow MC into a web series and even more. So I know you're going to enjoy that interview with him. He is doing some amazing things. Uh, and it's also a good story, too, of how overcoming obstacles during the pandemic to continue to follow his dream. So stay tuned for that. But first, a couple of announcements. It's March and powwow season is now in full swing. And great news, powwows are back all across North America. Please go to our powwow calendar and check it often. We are adding events every single day and updating them for all the latest information. Head on over to www.powwows.com calendar and find one near you. We have listings for all 50 states, almost every Canadian province with over 1,200 powwows listed a year. I know you're going to be able to find one near you and get back to powwows in 2022. If you're new to powwows and want it, or if you're just going to one in a couple of years, first time, check out our resources on what to expect at your first powwow at www.powwows.com slash powwow101. I want to say a special shout out to our Powwow Nation supporters. These are people who have joined our Patreon and are making monthly contributions. Their support allows us to produce content like this podcast, hire writers, produce more webcasts, and bring you more content like you want. I'd love for you to help support powwows.com too. If you want to join that, head on over to www.powwownation.com. Thank you so much. After the interview, I've got another trivia question and a native fact of the week. So stay tuned for that. But for now, here's Taylor Begay. You've already had me on your show. Your show's doing really well. Who's your dream guest? I mean, after me, who is, who's that dream guest you're looking for? I don't know if I have another dream guest, Paul. I mean, you were my all-time favorite. I was like, oh, we need to get this guy on the show. But <laughs> if I had to say somebody else, of course, next person in line would have to be my auntie, Deb Hallen, in the countries. Nice. Deb Hallen, Madam Secretary, or Madam Secretary's people. You guys get a hold of this. Check your DMs, check your messages, because we want to have you on the Chase Show. That's at least one of my top, at least. And of course, it goes down down the row. 
There's some people. <laughs> nice. All right. So for people who haven't seen your show yet, um, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and how you, how you got started with this. Uh, so the origin of the Che show has a lot of different intricate parts, but the main core of it is, is that I, uh, uh, my name is Taylor Begay. I grew up on the Navajo Nation reservation for most of my, my life. And I still reside on the res. And, um, yeah, I go, I went to school all through, uh, uh, K-12, K all the way to high school until I graduated, uh, in border town high schools and education institutions. And being uh, an indigenous youth growing up near these border towns, there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of negativity, and especially from indigenous peoples themselves. But fortunately, I uh, I grew up with pe- in my family. I'm surrounded by artists, entrepreneurs, different um, people in different fields. And I was always told, you know, you can do so much out there. You can do so much. You can see so much. You can achieve so much. You don't just have to be stuck on the res. You don't just have to be stuck um, in your homes and your education. You can go out, you can venture, you can do whatever you want to do. And being the young kid that I was, you know, when you're told something as a kid, you're so excited about it. You want to tell everybody, you want everyone to know about what's going on. And I did that. I told my uh, classmates, my peers, like, you know, you can do this, you can do that. And again, Growing up in that negative environment, sometimes uh, those youth, my peers, they would make fun of me. They discouraged me. They would say, ah, you know, what are you talking about? That's that's lies. My dad says or my mom says, or why do this? Why do that? And I had to deal with that from a young age, keep growing up. And I just continued to, to say, you know, I want to I, I want to do something. I don't want to just be stuck on the res. I don't want to. I don't want these. I don't want to be another statistic. Basically, is really what it came down to. And I had people. I have people in my corner that said, "Yeah, do it. Continue pushing. Continue going." And then I decided, you know, because I had these influencers, because I had this support system, I want to share that with other youth, with other uh, other youth out there throughout the U.S. and in Canada. And I like, you know, how do I do that? And I just kept looking back and reflecting. And my some of my relatives, my parents, they said, you, you're surrounded by all these people who shared these little bits and pieces of knowledge with you all your life. Why don't you do that? And I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. So at first, the show was just primarily to showcase other Indigenous youth. But of course, there's not too many youth who have that exposure or that are recognized. And it was very hard at the beginning to find these youth and especially find youth who would be willing to get on the show, who would be willing to talk about what they're doing. So next step was to uh, speak with influencers, speak with um, other individuals, young and old, from whatever they're working in, whatever they're working for and whatever that they're passionate about, as long as they're Indigenous First Nations or Indigenous First Nations allies. So I said, you know, we'll go in that direction and we'll combine the two. Because another thing, again, was that you have these people, you have these individuals who can give you that insight that no one else will. They can tell you the do's and don'ts. And the whole mission of the show is to educate, to encourage and inspire. And that's why we bring these cool individuals, these awesome influencers, so to speak, because they can give you the say so they can say. You know, I did it this way. 
But if I could go back, I would do it this way. And who knows? Maybe a youth out there tuning in to one of the episodes could say, hey, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I will go that way. And further on the line, they could say, yeah, I watched this person say this and I followed this direction. But if I were to go back, maybe I'd do this. And it's just creating that cycle for more doors opening. And that's what it's all about. Opening those doors, being in those spaces. I love that. Uh, You know, that's one of the things when when I started doing interviews, it was it was really came out of the fact of, you know, I'm. I was getting to, like we talked about when you, when you interviewed me, um, you know, I, I getting to meet cool people and I was like, man, I, I want to share this. You know, I'm, I'm getting to meet some amazing folks. And that was my way of kind of sharing some of the, the people I was getting to meet. So yeah, I, I love that. Um, what you're talking about. And so many of these interviews I've been doing lately, people do talk about that, you know, it, it's, they're doing, whether it's starting a business or starting a, 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 a web series, like you're doing, um, it's about representation and whether or not you have, you had people that you looked up to and you found it or you want to fill that void. Um, the, the, everybody talks about that representation is so important right now in Indian country. Um, so did you have um, people that you, you know, going through high school and stuff, were there people that you kind of looked up to and, you know, followed that model or um, is this, are you just trying to fill a space you think was completely void for, for native youth? So some uh, during, uh, throughout my younger years, this is before I even started the Chase Show, I was I wanted to become a power MC. That's how my introduction into public speaking came about. I remember as a youth, really young little guy, I was at a power and the MCU. <laughs> much respect to the family, much respect to this to this uh, to this elder. He was so boring. He, <laughs> I say that with love. I yeah. Say, <laughs> but just power is a celebration. It's a moment to gather and to be amongst one another. But this guy just drugged the whole weekend out. And I was, I was thinking to myself, man, I could do that. I could totally do that. I could totally be an MC. And I told my dad, I was like, dad, I bet you I could be an MC, but I could do it 10 times better. I could do it. More live, more, uh, more, more popping, basically. And my right. dad's like, you know, do it. Go ahead, do it. And at that time, I was like, okay, who are, how am I going to do it? How am I going to make it come to life, so to speak? And my dad, he's a lead singer of, of the Stone Creek Drum Group in Red Mesa, Utah. And one of their old recordings is at Toyok Powell. I believe. And the MC on that recording is none other than Hal Eagle Tail. And when I heard him on that, on that, uh, on that recording say stone Creek, let's rock this joint, 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 joint. And just listening to all the recordings of of my dad's group. And I was just encapsulated by it because I felt that energy. I was like, yeah, let's, I want to (laughs) dance. And, and that's when I was like, you know, I want to be like Hal, or at least have that same energy. And then a couple, couple more years came around, and I, Ruben Littlehead was trending all over Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was like, you know, and I like the way he carried himself. And with the top hat is Ruben Littlehead. And then I years progress. Um, another inspiration of mine is one of my uncles, uh, one of my teachers, Bart Pawaki. And just hearing him, we're all 
all the pretty Indians at? And you hear the crowd. <sighs> and then his favorite, where are all the ugly Indians at? <sighs> just 10 times more. And it just, it keeps going on. And then I've had the privilege to meet all these different MCs. I had Hal on my show. I got, I mean, I've worked and uh, traveled with Bart and then kept on going. And then I ventured off into more MCs who can not only bring that, um, uh, that, that life into it, but also have that, this seriousness of it. The, um, who can these uh, knowledge keepers from whatever nations that they are, they come from who do have that severity and who are those teachers, uh, Donnie Spidell, one of my favorites, and um, Lawrence Baker, and so many others. And I just keep looking towards them. And then I went to a conference in San Diego. They were asking for MCs. And with all my experience and everybody, I was, I was studying. I was like, you know, what? I'll try it. Came, get on, got on the mic. I had my top bat and just did what I studied for. And, man, they loved it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to become an MC. And originally, like I mentioned, I wanted to be a power MC, but that didn't happen. It turns out I <laughs> I actually got my start uh, MCing pageants, oh. and I was never one for pageants. I mean, I had relatives who competed in pageants, and I was like, yeah, "Okay, it, it's a gig. A gig is a gig. We got to start somewhere." So I booked my first pageant and it must've went well because I got other offers from different high schools, organizations all throughout the country and my popularity grew. And then it wasn't pageants. It was different gatherings, different conferences. And I remember I even got invited to MC a graduation, but it wasn't the graduation itself. It was just a family's graduation, which doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but I was like, all right. And eventually I landed my gigs as, as as a Powell MC. But that's some COVID hit. And we all got shut down. We got stuck in the homes. And that's when I was like, okay, how do I continue doing what I'm doing? How do I stay relevant? But more importantly, how do I deliver that message to indigenous youth? And that's when we started this chase show. We started, we established the web series and we've had different influencers, individuals all across Indian country, tell their stories. And here I am now today. That's awesome. Hey, COVID did a lot of terrible things and, and especially in Indian country, it, it hit a lot of people really hard, but yeah. there's some really amazing things coming out of it. Um, and a lot of people adapting and over, you know, and finding ways to to continue doing what they're doing. Um, so it's cool to hear a story like yours as you found a way to keep doing what you love uh, and turn it into, into even more. So, um, all right. So this, the show's doing well, you've, you've had some really great guests. Where are we going now? Where, where do you see yourself in a few years? What's, what's the big vision for the show? So the big vision for the show is becoming a multimedia platform to where it's not just the chase show, but, we have different, uh, we have other platforms. We have other hosts. That's the, the chase show is about creating a space and a time for indigenous youth to uplift indigenous youth and to educate indigenous youth. And that's the, that's really the goal of it. And we're already looking and talking about season three, four, and five about how we can change it up. And we're, there's all these different intricate parts, but of course, it takes time with anything, and not only that, but it takes people. 
people who are actually going to see what they promise or what they're wanting to achieve to the fullest. And that's the hard part too, is finding somebody who has that same mission, goal, and drive. But that's that's really what it is, becoming a multimedia platform and establishing, establishing ourselves to where we're not worried about money because money has, is a big thing. Yeah. And for, for a lot of the viewers, they think that because I know all these people, because we've had all these different people, that there's money coming in. No, <laughs> all the expenses, everything, the travel is out of our own pockets, Chase Show pockets. And and the team of the Chase Show is really just my family, myself, my mom, my dad, and my siblings, and some grandparents. That's that's about, that's us. So that's where we're trying. That's one of our goals. It's not the main goal, but it's a goal. Nice. It, it, yeah, people don't understand doing something on the internet. Um, the barriers to starting a business or doing things on the internet are definitely lower, but it's not free. Um, and more importantly, it takes a lot of time and effort and uh, persistence. So uh, good luck on that. It, it, I really hope, uh, I, I can't wait to see where that's going to go and, and hope, hope you get there. That's cool. Um, all right. So for the rest of this season of the show, who else, uh, do you have some other guests that we can uh, look forward to seeing? Uh, just know that we are booked all the way from now until April. Nice. <laughs> booked. And we're still looking at May. So you people, you awesome people, Indian country, check your messages, check your DMs, check your emails. Because, hey, there might, there might be a Chase Show invite in there. You Sweet. never know. Never know. <laughs> um, all right. And so now that powwows are opening back up, are we heading to any this year? Where, where, are, you, where are you hoping to go? I um, mean, one that looks pretty prominent and fingers crossed, it's so close, but anything could happen is gathering a nation just because there's a lot of people, a lot of important people and a lot of cool people that'll be taking, that'll be making their appearances and Chase show. You might see us there. You might not. Who knows? Like I said, it's so close, but a lot could happen in that little smidge amount of time. But for those who do not know, I am a university student and I got homework. I got <laughs> midterms, tests. <laughs> I also have a life. <laughs> so who knows? It's really up in the air. But being focused on my education is, is the priority right now. Chase Show is just a side hustle. As somebody who's been doing a side hustle for 25 years, um, <laughs> I understand. Um, but it's it's not all bad. Uh, it, it's, no. it's good. It's good. Um, yeah. I like I like having things on the side. So uh, hopefully that'll that'll grow for you too. That that's awesome. All right. Well, um, again, you know, appreciate you being here and loved loves your show. And I can't wait to see up future episodes. Anything else you want to tell the folks out there from Power All Nation before you before we end it? All I can tell you guys is to take the chance, whatever that may be, good or bad, take the chance. You just, you just got to do it. The first, the hardest step is really just getting started. If you got something that you want to accomplish, see something you want to achieve, you got to do it. You just got to, whatever shape or form that may be. And not only take the chance, but don't compare yourself. <laughs> be truthful to who you are and where you come from. And not only, and as well as know who you are and where you come from, it's a series of steps in all reality. You can't, 
say you want to do one thing without having to accomplish or go through another. It really is, you know, you got to crawl before you walk and then you can run and then you can leap and then so on <laughs> and so forth. <laughs> so just taking that time to, to do what you need to do. Not saying that it needs to be done right now at this moment during this show or tomorrow morning or the next day after that, but have, uh, have an open mind about it. Take that time. Do what you need to do for yourself because anybody can um, do whatever. Like uh, this has been something I always get asked, like relationships. Everybody can have a relationship, but no one can walk the path that's set for you. But you, if that makes sense, you know, like, don't worry about the other little things. You got to focus on yourself and what's beyond. And it's true. It really is. And that's all I can tell you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And uh, we'll put links out there. I hope everybody go check out your show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Taylor, for spending a few minutes with us. Everybody, I hope you'll go check out his show and watch his really great interviews. Uh, he's had some great guests, and I know he's got some good ones coming up, too. Today's trivia question and fact are related. So our fact is, did you know that Reservation Dogs just won at the 2022 Independent Spirit Awards? They are already racking up some awards as we head into the Hollywood awards season. And so there's some other big award shows coming up. So keep your fingers crossed that shows like Reservation Dogs, Rutherford Falls are going to get continue to get recognized. They're already getting recognized. So here's your trivia question of the week. Who was the first indigenous person to win an Oscar? And I got to tell you, I did not know that. I thought I knew the answer to this, but we have to go update some stuff on Powell's.com because we've said it a little incorrectly on our website. So go check it out and see if you can find the answer. If you think you know the answer, head on over to powwowlife.com. Enter the box there where you can put in your answer and we'll draw from all the correct winners. The winner will receive a prize pack from Powell's.com with some stickers and other goodies from our shop. So good luck. I hope you know the answer. Who was the first indigenous person to win an Academy Award? All right, everybody. Thanks again for being part of the Powwow Life podcast. This is your show to learn, experience, and connect with Native American culture. I'm Paul Gowder, the founder of powwows.com, and I will be back next week with another great interview. I'll talk to you then. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Powwow Life podcast from powwows.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get notified of our next episode. Find a powwow near you by visiting www.powwows.com forward slash calendar. Support powwows.com by visiting www.powwownation.com.
luck, here is this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.